Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rose, and welcome to episode 194 of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all are in an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please do me a favor, subscribe in your favorite, and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big game out last week was Hogwarts Legacy, and the games coming out this week include 10 Dates, Wanted Dead, Warp, Shadow Warrior 3 Definitive Edition, Tales of Symphonia Remastered, Rise of Fox Hero, Roadstones, Gigantosaurus Dino Cart, Rooftop Renegade, Comet Striker DX, and Like a Dragon Ishin. An update for Xbox Game Pass has been announced, and it is as follows. Available now, you can play Madden NFL 23 on console and PC through EA Play, as well as SD Gundam Battle Alliance on cloud console and PC. On February 14th, you can play Mountain Blade 2 Banner Lord cloud console and PC. February 15th, City Skylines Remastered Cloud and Xbox Series X and S. February 16th, Shadow Warrior 3 Definitive Edition Cloud Console and PC. February 21st, Atomic Heart Cloud Console and PC. And on February 13th, just wanted to put this out there, there is a Wild Hearts EA Play Early Access Trial. Now it's last week's biggest news stories, and we have three to cover this week. Number one, Microsoft's Activision acquisition in peril after UK regulator warns of harm to gamers. Tom Warren at The Verge writes, The UK's Competition and Markets Authority, CMA, already expressed concerns about Microsoft's plans to acquire Activision Blizzard last year, but it now says the deal could harm UK gamers. The CMA has published provisional findings in its investigation into the Microsoft and Activision deal and found that it, quote, could result in higher prices, fewer choices, or less innovation for UK gamers, end quote. The CMA has offered up possible remedies that include Microsoft being forced to sell off Activision Blizzard's business associated with Call of Duty. The CMA make it clear that it's mainly concerned about two things, cloud gaming and game exclusivity. Quote, the evidence available to the CMA currently indicates that Microsoft would find it commercially beneficial to make Activision's games exclusive to its own cloud gaming service, or only available on other services under material worse conditions, end quote, says the UK regulator. The CMA believes that if Microsoft acquires Activision Blizzard, that would reinforce its strong position in cloud gaming, which the regulator estimates is 60-70% to 70% of, quote, global cloud gaming services, end quote. Microsoft also could weaken competition in gaming through exclusive Activision games. The CMA warns, quote, The CMA provisionally found that weakening competition by restricting the access that other platforms have to Activision's games could substantially reduce the competition between Xbox and PlayStation in the UK, in turn harming UK gamers, end quote, says the regulator. The CMA has now suggested a set of possible remedies that Microsoft could take to get approval for the Activision Blizzard acquisition in the UK. They include a suggestion for a structural remedy that involves a partial divestiture of Activision Blizzard in the form of selling off the Call of Duty business. Other remedies include selling off the Activision segment or the Activision and Blizzard segments that would include the business associated with Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, and other games. None of these remedies are favorable for Microsoft, and the company was likely hoping for behavioral remedies like agreements to ensure Call of Duty and other Activision games are available on rival cloud gaming services and limitations on exclusivity for games across consoles. The CMA says, quote, behavioral remedies are less likely to have an effective impact, end quote, and it's essentially ruling out that route in these provisional findings unless the regulator is, quote, confident that the remedy was capable of effective implementation, monitoring, and enforcement, end quote. Microsoft still believes behavioral remedies could address the CMA's concerns, though. Quote, we are committed to offering effective and easily enforceable solutions that address the CMA's concerns, end quote, says Rima Alayli, Microsoft's CVP and Deputy General Counsel, in a statement to The Verge. 
quote, our commitment to grant long-term 100% equal access to Call of Duty to Sony, Nintendo, Steam, and others preserves the deal's benefits to gamers and developers and increases competition in the market, end quote. The CMA does leave the door open for a potential remedy in the form of access to Call of Duty. Microsoft offered Sony a 10-year deal on Call of Duty games, and the CMA says it will consider this and other contractual arrangements as a potential behavioral access remedy. While the CMA clearly favors structural remedies like selling off the Call of Duty business, there could be room for Microsoft to offer up more solutions that the CMA will consider in the coming weeks. The CMA's findings are only provisional for now, but it's a blow to Microsoft's plans to acquire Activision Blizzard. The software giant is facing regulatory scrutiny around the world, with the FTC suing to try and block the deal late last year. The European Commission also opened up an in-depth investigation into the Activision Blizzard deal in November, and it has reportedly issued a formal warning to Microsoft over the acquisition. While the CMA is just a single regulator for the UK, it still heavily influences how US-based companies operate in the UK and Europe. Meta was forced to sell off Giphy for following an order from the UK competition watchdog late last year. With regulators worldwide looking to take tougher stances on big tech acquisitions, the CMA's findings could influence how the European Commission responds too. The CMA is now looking for responses from the industry by February 22nd for its possible remedies, followed by responses to the provisional findings by March 1st. These will be considered ahead of the CMA issuing its final report, which is due April 26th. Whew, that was a long one, a lot of quotes in there, but a lot of interesting insight came out this last week, which we haven't covered too much over the last month. The deal, the stories, the news that never stops because this is one of the biggest deals and stories in video game history. If it all goes through, even if it doesn't, it's still going to be one of the biggest. Seems like we're going to get some concrete steps forward come end of April, so I'm glad to get there. Could put all this behind us one way or another. Number two, Ubisoft Plus for Xbox is potentially right around the corner. Jez Corden at Windows Central writes, over a year ago now, we've known that Microsoft has worked out a deal with Ubisoft to bring the publisher's Ubisoft Plus subscription service to Xbox consoles, but where is it? Ubisoft Plus is similar to EA Play and Xbox Game Pass in that it offers a library of content for a relatively low monthly fee. For $15 a month, you get access to over 100 Ubisoft titles on PC, in addition to a pool of games playable via the cloud. Ubisoft Plus is more similar to Xbox Game Pass in that it offers upcoming Ubisoft games on day one on PC, as opposed to EA Play's vault-like library of older content. When Ubisoft Plus finally comes to Xbox, it's unclear whether or not it will offer the same breadth of content that it offers on PC, or whether it will offer a smaller library of titles like Ubisoft's Classics tier on PlayStation. In any case, this past weekend I uncovered another scrap of evidence that Ubisoft Plus could be imminent for Xbox. Recently, the Xbox OS was updated with iconography to support Ubisoft Plus games. Typically, games on Xbox often signify some of their features, with white icons set against a transparent gradient. In the lower left corner of thumbnails, Games that you own as a result of their inclusion in Xbox Game Pass, for example, appear with Game Pass in a white box in the lower left corner. If they are optimized for Series X and S consoles, they grab the X and S iconography in the lower left corner. The Ubisoft Plus icons were added to the Xbox OS sometime in the past month or so and represent an additional step towards the full realization of the service on the Xbox. Ubisoft has had a tough few years, but it's true that some of its titles represent some of the best games on Xbox. Ubisoft also has a range of upcoming Xbox games on the horizon, including new Assassin's Creed games and new content for The Division 2. Either way, the way the service seems to be progressing on the back end is fairly indicative to me that we shouldn't have to wait much longer to find out exactly what form Ubisoft Plus will take on the Series X and S consoles. This is a big deal if you're a big Ubisoft fan. I personally am not. None of their franchises have really stuck with me in any meaningful way in a long time, honestly since the South Park RPGs. 
But obviously, they're some of the biggest games out there. Now, what is it going to be on Xbox? Is it going to be a part of our Xbox Game Pass subscription? Is it going to be another one that you need to tie in? Are you going to get a selective part, part of your Game Pass Ultimate subscription? Seems like we shall see soon in the months ahead. Number three, Vampire Survivor's next free update takes us to that country tomorrow. Luke Albagies at True Achievements writes, Vampire Survivors remains one of the best games on Game Pass, and fans can't stay away for long, especially when Ponicle keeps adding more content and achievements to the game. The next such update, the chaotic one, arrives tomorrow and we're promised more of both, so we're looking forward to diving back into the chaos. While Ponicle's announcement didn't specifically mention achievements, or even the content being free, this was confirmed later in the thread when the topic was brought up. We've not picked up the new achievements yet, but we'll update you once we scan them in and know what we'll be up against. Per the tweet though, the answer to that would be here lots of bats. The gift teases a new challenge map called Bat Country, even doubling down on the fear and loathing reference in its description, perhaps even tripling down at the stage's gimmick turns out to be that we literally can't stop here. So we can't wait to see how many more of the wing suckers the game manages to cram on screen at once. Seemingly another big update for another game now available. I still have not tried Vampire Survivors, I have a close friend who's really enjoying it, and the game just keeps growing. See Big Daddy Phil Spencer always on the game, others in the game industry, I have to check it out eventually. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, so let's do a little fun fact on the Activision Blizzard history. Credit to Britannica.com. Activision Blizzard Inc., American developer and manufacturer of electronic games. The company was formed in 2008 by the merger of Activision, an entertainment software publisher that traced its roots to the original Atari game console, and Vivendi Games, the parent company of Blizzard Entertainment, a PC software publisher best known for Diablo, Warcraft, and Starcraft franchises, and for the massively multiplayer online role-playing game MMORPG, World of Warcraft. At the conclusion of the merger in which Activision was the senior partner, Vivendi purchased 52% of the stock in the newly formed Activision Blizzard. Both Activision and Blizzard maintained distinct corporate identities with independent development and publishing streams. In January 22nd, Microsoft announced its intention to acquire Activision Blizzard for $68.7 billion. The company's corporate headquarters are located in Santa Monica, California. What a megalith already, and if they do join up with Microsoft and Xbox, it is a dangerous force in the games industry. I can't wait to see where we net out at the end of 2023. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast service, share with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox and 10. This past week, I haven't had as much time to game as I would have liked, but I've been playing a good amount of Hogwarts Legacy. I just want to keep playing more. I recognize that this game, if you're not a Harry Potter fan, might not do anything special, but if you like Harry Potter at all, it is incredible. Just being immersed in that world, being a student, go to classes, getting potions, learning spells, exploring the open world, it's truly something special. So if you're a fan of the franchise, you absolutely have to check it out. My name is Brian Rosie. you can follow me on Xbox at Brosa93. Hope you all have a great week, stay safe, and keep on gaming.